Good morning, LSM Morning Word peeps, and welcome to your Friday morning, uh, or whenever you're listening to this. Uh, you know, if it's like midnight on Saturday or two o'clock on a Thursday or something like that. Regardless, I'm just glad you're here. Welcome, fam. Uh, I'm super glad that we are here um, to get together on Acts chapter 10 today. Uh, man, it, is, it has been really cool going through these last couple of chapters and um, especially just getting to dive into things like talking about Paul and uh, Ananias and getting blinded and all this stuff and um, and the way that God is like moving in uh, those lives. And uh, today is no exception. Today has uh, some really cool things for us to think about and to, uh, to look at. And uh, I think especially like in my mind um these verses are are really crucial to the way that we look at the world sometimes um and we don't always think about them that way we don't always like notice or or think about scriptures like this um but they're important they're important to who we are and the way that we live our lives and stuff and so um i just want to um really kind of give you a chance um to to read through chapter 10 um if you already have um just go ahead and read it again (laughs) and spend some time uh maybe do one of the Bible study um, formulas or something like that where you can uh, kind of write down things that you notice about it and things that you feel like are kind of important. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I use the OIA method. Some people use soap or something like that. Um, if you don't know what those are, um, you know, give it a Google. But um, OIA is really cool because you read through it three times. Um, one for observation, you just observe one for interpretation just to interpret what you think it means and then application as far as what you feel like god wants you to do with it and so uh after you do that uh you know after you pause the podcast and you go and you read and stuff uh come back and then we will look at the things um together and uh kind of go through some nuggets that god has for us today so uh you go do that and then i'll catch you on the other side Right. Well, today we are jumping into chapter 10 and uh, man, these these verses are so incredible and they really do have a lot of significance for our lives as Christians and what God wants to do in us and uh, and through us and, and, you know, the things that we get to be a part of in this world. Um, And, uh, you know, right out the gate, we're talking about this man named Cornelius and uh, Cornelius is awesome. You know, the, the thought of somebody like Cornelius is um, really cool. And, and honestly, probably in this day um, was not very, you know, common for them to be this way. Um, but he is a centurion, which uh, I don't know if you know what that is or not, but it's like a Roman soldier. And uh, this dude, like, like, was probably insane. Like either, you know... for some reason in my mind it's just automatically like when you think of a centurion in my brain um it's just like this really really buff dude who knows how to use a sword like a short sword really really well um and uh that's just my mind that's how it is you know but he's a commander you know he's like a like an officer kind of guy and uh so he's um 
He's probably, you know, not fighting people with swords too often uh, anymore anyway. But uh, it is really cool to kind of uh, think about this guy who really um, couldn't have had too many connections with um, with God and the way that God was around their, their you know, place um, unless he was over, you know, some Jewish sections of the world um, and being, you know, in that place. And like, he, he didn't just like, okay, well, I'm this Roman person and I'm going to follow these, you know, weird, you know, religious things where I worship other things. Um, like he actually like found God and was a God fearing man. Um, even though he was a Roman soldier and, and, uh, was this centurion guy. And, uh, uh, that's not very, like, it's not a normal thing. You know, it's like kind of a big deal that that exists, um, in this, in this, you know, context. And, um, you know, he's giving gifts to the poor and he put, he is like a, a generous man, um, who is devout to God and trying to follow him as much as he can. Um, and literally an angel of the Lord is sent and he says, your prayers and gifts to the poor have come up as a memorial offering before God. Now send men to Joppa to bring a man named Simon, who is called Peter. He is staying with Simon, the tanner, whose house is by the sea, by the way. Way to go, Peter. Finding your house by the sea. You're welcome. Um, but it said, when the angel who spoke to him had gone, Cornelius called two of his servants and a devout soldier who was one of his attendants. And he told them everything that had happened and sent them to Joppa. And uh, number one, some serious obedience from from Cornelius and uh, being able to uh, get into that stuff. It's really awesome. Um and it really it makes a huge difference and so it's really really cool that way um but one of the things that um that he has um in this in this moment is just this like uh okay he's a god-fearing man who's really not like someone that you would expect to be a god-fearing man in this time frame um but he's jumping up and like God sends an angel and he's like, yes, like, let's do it. God said he wants to have me do something, send some men to go get this guy, Peter, um, and bring him back. And, um, and his obedience leads to some really cool things. But, um, the part that I really feel like God wants to talk to us about today, um, is the part that Peter has, um, with his vision and, uh, man, it is so cool. Um, to listen to this stuff because Peter is like this he's been for so long this devout um, Jewish man who um, you know was God-fearing and you know for a while he was a, a fisherman and that was his trade and stuff and then uh, he started following Jesus and learning about the truth and the gospel in the way that like Jesus you know he watched Jesus die on the cross and he and he he saw him resur- resur- resurrected from the dead and uh, Uh, finding these things and like being the person that God even said like you will be the rock that I build the church on and like that's why his name is Peter like um, and that is incredible that he has um, this relationship with Jesus that he was in person with him and all this stuff but um, you know he still has all of this like Jewish tradition on him um, and all these things that that are a part of who he is and stuff and uh, 
you know, looking at this vision of like, okay, like this sheet coming down with all kinds of different animals and reptiles and birds. And the voice told him to, to get up and kill and eat. And he says, surely not, Lord. I have never eaten anything unpure, impure or unclean. And um, like so rightfully, God says, do not call anything impure that God has made clean. And, uh, you know, like... Of course, like you may, you may have gathered this, but like God is not talking about those animals in His vision. Like He's using that, um, you know, as as like the 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 message, right? And and you know, also to help him understand. Okay, like those those things that you're doing, like they're they're of old. Like they don't, they're not. That's not what matters anymore. Like those things that you used to do, like those laws that you used to follow and stuff. Like that's not the important thing anymore. And it's like I want you to pay attention to this. Like I'm literally sending you a vision. Like pay attention. And uh, you know, it's like literally like he's wondering about the 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 meaning of this vision and stuff. Um, and you know, he's literally in this in this moment of like God is saying like don't say that this person can't be mine if I've made them mine and and what Peter is having to realize is that like this centurion man who like maybe would have been a uh, an enemy to them like someone that was like um, trying to tear down the church and trying to um, get in the way of the church like he's really somebody who's like following after God and he's a God fearing man he's he's generous and he's doing all these things he's being a part of like God's story in this place um, and God called him to send men to go and 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 bring Peter back to him so that they could worship him and be a part of this this story with God and uh, this is God's way of showing Peter like listen like he may not be a Jewish man but he is mine I've made him this way. I've given him these things. And um, like, it is so, so cool that we have these things in, in place. And, uh, you know, that we get to read about these things because like so often in our world's history, um, you know, we've made things about like what people look like or the way they dress or the, you know, what their skin color, their, their, um, you know, like religious background or something like that, like anything like that. Um, but what God is showing Peter is like, listen, like none of that stuff matters because I'm the one that wants to make them clean. And, uh, you know, that's the, that's the thing that really matters is that like God, God wants to be the one to, to show you and I and Peter in this moment that like what he does is what matters and he's made a way for everyone. And that means that we are all together in this thing and we can all be together in this thing. We can all worship him. We can all come to him no matter where we're at, no matter where we're from, no matter what we look like. We are all in the same boat and we all have this opportunity to come to Jesus and, uh, and to, to be a follower of Christ. And that's really where that connection comes. That's really what matters. And so... 
you know, the rest of the story is talking about Peter going to Cornelius's house and, and telling him all these uh, amazing things about um, Jesus and the Holy Spirit and, and showing, uh, showing really Peter the truth of, of not showing favoritism of, of who should be coming to Jesus or, or who should not and stuff. Um, and really just giving us this lens into like God's economy of grace of like, it doesn't matter who you are or where you came from. God is still God and he's still inviting you in. And so, uh, you know, I don't know who needs to hear that today. I don't know, um, you know, what that changes maybe in your heart or mind or maybe puts into perspective of like, you know, it doesn't matter what political party, it doesn't matter what any of that stuff, like none of that stuff matters. What matters is that God loves every single one of us and not in a way that makes it unpersonal. He gives personal love to each and every one of us, but we are equals in the eyes of God because he wants every single one of us. And so I hope that adds to your day today. I hope that you have a chance to, to hold on to that and we will talk to you tomorrow.